0: Welcome to SPARK, a mother-daughter journey.
1: Welcome, everyone. It's Jenny Kay and Sophia Ray here on the SPARK podcast. Hi, everyone. And today, we are so excited to share uh, an incredible young woman who stepped in to be our first official interview. And this young woman, we... Discovered and connected with through the CBC Searchlight competition, mm. which both Sophia and Simone Miller were the uh, top 100 finalists within this competition. So Sophia fell in love with her song. And, oh, I did. I did. And it just went from there.
0: Yeah. She's a pretty incredible person. So, Simone Miller is an actress and singer from Toronto, Canada. Simone's life in the spotlight began when she made appearances in shows produced by Universal Kids and CBC, as well as starring in commercials for Loblaws and Wall Street Journal. Her first big break came when she was cast as the lead in the CBC series Detention Adventures. She's now working... In a CBC series called Run the Burbs, in her role as Mannix. Since then, she has been cast as young Dorinda Clark in The Clark Sisters with executive producers Queen Latifah and Mary J. Blige. Wow. I know, that's pretty incredible. (sighs) Simone writes and composes her own original music, and her debut single, Dry Eyes, made the top 100 in the CBC Searchlight Competition. She also just released a music video for her song, Older. And understanding the importance of giving back, Simone supports organizations that are close to her heart, including the Jamaican-Canadian Association.
1: We loved doing this interview, and I trust you will love listening.
0: So enjoy, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank
2: you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, thank you, Simone. This is really special. It is officially our first uh, conversation that we're having with anyone so yeah oh
0: wow no way I'm so honored to be the first
1: <laughs> this this means a lot
0: yeah it really does I want to start off by saying that I came across your song dry eyes on the CBC searchlight competition I was looking through my the fellow people that made it um, to the top 100 and I clicked on your song and I remember listening to it it was like late at night and I was just in awe It's absolutely incredible. And I remember showing it to my sister and being like, oh my gosh, you have to listen to this song. It's so good. And then for the rest of the week, it was stuck in both of our heads. We were listening to it all the time, singing it all the time. And I remember showing it to all my friends and being like, you have to to listen to this song. Like, it's absolutely incredible. So props to you. I love it so much. It's on all my playlists.
2: Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Honestly, it means a lot. Thank you. (laughs) And you wrote
1: that when... And recorded it when you were like 14.
2: Yes. Well, I wrote it. <laughs> um Well, it's hard to say the timeline for when I wrote it just because I write in bits and pieces. So I right. did write a bit of the chorus like w- when I was 14, I believe. And then I recorded it almost a year later uh, when I was 15.
0: So, Amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. Amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Where did the inspiration come for the song?
2: I feel like This song was my way of expressing sometimes, like, writing things down really helps me just process information and process a situation. And this song was kind of my way to just uh, allow me to breathe. And, you know, I wanted to share it with others just because I know a lot of the times a lot of people my age, older and younger, feel the same way. And, you know, I just wanted to put something out there just to be like, hey, like, you know, this happens to everyone, you're not alone. And just three.
1: Wow. So you're not only an actress, a singer and a songwriter, but uh, an advocate for well-being, it sounds. Um, we are really curious about when you decided to pursue acting and singing.
2: It's hard to say because there was never like a complete focal turning point or like an executive day where I was just like, this is what I want to do. I kind of just grew up immersed in <laughs> the music environment. my mom, she is an amazing singer. She also used to have a recording studio actually and my dad's a singer, my godparents, my godmother is a singer and my godfather before he passed, he was like an amazing pianist slash like keyboardist. he's just incredible. So I really just grew up really immersed in the music community and I, I loved it from an early age. And it was actually my mom who kind of pushed me towards acting because when I was around 10 years old, I wanted to get my feet wet in music, but she decided maybe I should start acting just because I was very, very shy when I was younger. So she thought acting would be a good way to kind of break me out of my shell. And I kind of just fell in love with it. So yeah.
0: It's beautiful. What you do requires a huge amount of like sacrifice and discipline. Where does that come from?
2: I definitely think it can. I believe that and whatever you do, as long as you're passionate enough and you're willing to make those sacrifices, it, it comes a little easier. I believe it's just honestly a lot of organization and time management skills and mm. being able to prioritize the order in which uh, you plan out your day and you know, just small things like having a calendar, always handy, always just writing things down so I remember. Um, but yeah, I think as far as discipline I think the hardest would definitely have to be finding a balance between school and work I definitely found this the most when I was filming last year because last year we filmed season two of Detention Adventure and actually that we were in the merch but yeah (laughs) 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 but we were filming from January to February which is exam season (laughs) oh wow and it was like I my first ever exams I had to take on set just because we were filming right through it. So it was definitely difficult to study for exams because I missed my entire exam review. But we did have a tutor on set handy, but she was really helpful. But yeah, I was just kind of like emailing back and forth with my teachers, trying to grasp all the information I could and just really be focused on studying in like 15 minute intervals because we would like have 15 minutes to Study and do schoolwork, and then we'd go back to filming, and it would just keep rotating.
1: Okay, but hang on. You're 15. Yes. Right? So when we stop to think about the average 15 year old, you know, most of them are hanging out with their peeps and consuming entertainment. And here you are, you know, you've dedicated your whole summer this summer to acting and. Being the entertainment, it's just, it's, uh, it's an incredible work ethic, would you say?
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I definitely also dedicate some time to hang out with my friends. Uh you know, I am a teenager. <laughs> but I don't know. A lot of the times, like, hanging out on set with the cast, like, they, we are genuinely, like, really close friends. We've known each other for, like, almost four or five years now because uh, we started the trailer, like, four years ago. But yeah, like to me, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend my summer any other way. You know, like I'm kind of a person who can't sit still for too long. It'll drive me crazy. Like I always need to be doing something. So yeah, it was really hard work, but also very enjoyable for me. Cool.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So I know for me, it's really amazing to have parents that support me in what I want to do. And they're like wholeheartedly invested in fostering that safe place to really allow me to express what I want to do in the world and then help me get to that certain point. Do you find that having that support from your parents, do you think it played a big role in how and where you are in your career right now?
2: Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, initially, my mom is the reason why I Mm. started acting. And she actually, like I mentioned, she had a recording studio. And she also went to Humber, which is like, uh, big college for music so a lot of her connections have really helped me in terms of like finding producers and also just like finding training but she's also like just been a huge support system for me and honestly like there is no way I'd be able to continue enacting like it's a hard industry and it can take a toll on your mental health. So just always having my mom there to be able to just be there with me, like every step of the way has truly been amazing. And I appreciate her so much. But as well as my dad, even during filming my music video, he like built a tent with a heat tank. So I wouldn't freeze to death because we were in a freezing forest. Like it was outside and I was in the dress. Wow. But yeah, like my parents and my whole family, honestly, have been a huge support system for me. Not everyone always has a full support of their family. So I'm very blessed that I do.
1: Yeah. And I am, I'm thinking about just our culture that presents potential career options that are very academic. And Sophia, she kind of dreams outside the box, like you. And uh, I think that without that, family support it really doesn't happen for Mm. other kids so you are so blessed now what about sibs do you have any siblings oh yeah (laughs) Yeah? i
2: have two little sisters uh my sister mila and trinity adorable um (laughs) yeah love them so much they've also been like very supportive and i'm hoping to maybe even sneak them in my next music video but yeah
1: (laughs) Oh. oh wow how old are they
2: My sister, Mila, uh, just turned nine, and then Trinity is seven. Wow,
1: that's a full house. Yeah. And then in terms of support from your peers, what's the response been from like peers at school? Are they supportive? Are they envious? Because that's pretty typical.
2: Hmm. Well, right now, I actually go to an art school. So it's been, like, really great to be able to even, like, ask for opinions. Like, if I'm recording something or if I'm writing something, like, I can really trust their opinion and, uh, you know, like, how's this melody sound or, like, how's this lyric? I'm very blessed to just be, like, surrounded and very immersed in the arts. They're also kind of doing the same thing as me. Although I do remember, like, it was a bit strange uh, when I just started because I started when I was 10, when I was back at my elementary school, which is tiny. Like, I Quite literally live in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) So my elementary school had like 20 kids maybe in my graduating class. But yeah, it was definitely strange starting out then just because like I was always leaving for auditions and going to like a vocal lesson or acting classes. But I think definitely moving into an art school kind of eliminated that animosity, I guess.
1: So this lifestyle is really normalized where you are now.
2: Pretty much, yeah. You know, it's kind of the dream for everyone. You know, I'm surrounded by big dreamers, which is really great. Like, I love to surround myself with people who are equally as ambitious, just because I feel like we can yeah. motivate and inspire and help each other out.
1: Mm, wow, that's golden. Yeah, yeah, that really is. Um, so as a leader in mindfulness and yoga, I spend a lot of time educating teachers and students on the the power of or the importance of stress tolerance and offering stress reduction tools and stress management techniques and and I'm so curious with your full-on schedule uh, if you have any tips for us and our listeners about how you keep it all together.
2: Uh yeah for sure I mean I definitely think finding tools in order to help yourself with stress is different for everybody in the sense that my stress doesn't really come from being in front of an audience, I guess, just because I've really been used to it since a young age, I guess. Like big crowds don't really scare me much anymore. It's kind of after, I think, really allowing myself to have that cool down time. But yeah, I think also like it is difficult for sure. So I just want to (laughs) <laughs> stress that it takes a minute just to figure yourself out and figure out what works and what doesn't work for you. So I just want to say like, it's okay to not even have everything figured out because I sure don't, you know, I still have a lot of growing to do and I'm willing to acknowledge that and really want to normalize that.
1: That's so cool. I'm a recovering perfectionist and, mm. and I'm hearing in your voice just this you know, it's okay. It's okay to get stressed out. It's okay to be imperfect so long as you're doing what you love. Is that, is that kind of your stance? That's what I'm hearing.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, a lot in the media, like we've normalized these perfect people who have their entire mm-hmm. lives together, but no one's perfect. And I really just want to be an advocate for that just because growing up, I didn't see a lot of that. I tried to post a lot of my story just... Trying to shed light and bring awareness to uh, current issues and to mental health because it's very important for my generation now and especially throughout the pandemic. I feel like a lot of mental health issues have come into the spotlight just because we've really had so much time just to sit and figure ourselves out.
1: Or the opposite, hey? We've had time to sit and scroll and become obsessed with the images. Sophia, you've mm-hmm. spoken about that, about yeah. how your peers have uh, you know, spent so much time on social media.
0: Right. And I, it takes a lot of discipline to just say, I'm not going to go on TikTok or Instagram today is just so normalized at this point and i think at the same time i know i struggle a lot with time management skills i procrastinate so much i procrastinate everything and i think it's difficult living in a society that really promotes the constant consumption of entertainment and yes for sure to be like at the at a young age be like okay i'm actually not going to do that and i'm going to work on following my goals
2: yes
1: and are your parents really diligent about, you know, setting parameters around social media and whatnot? I know for me, it takes like, it's a massive <laughs> effort. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't give up.
2: I mean, I think that personally, I've been pretty good about just looking at my social media as a business. I think that's really helped me in the sense that like I can disconnect from it because I I can see the business side of things and like the business version of myself that I decide to put out there. And I can really distance that from, you know, personal me and the, mm. the person who likes to hang out with my friends. And I think it's something that's kind of essential, especially when you are your business, it's very easy to become attached to it. It, it can be difficult to kind of separate yourself from these two worlds. And so,
1: yeah, I'm hearing you say that you, you're... On social media with a strong intention mm. and I think that is key yeah to know why you're going on and and to have a purpose and I see this with my girls they're just entering the world of social media and they're so intentional and and thoughtful about what they want to contribute on that platform and I just think it's so rare and uh and and wise hey Sophia
0: yeah yeah I agree because you can't really take back what you put on social media it's gonna be yes. there forever and I guess that's for me it can work both ways sometimes it's kind of scary for me to think like that because if I put out something like a song for example and I don't like it in the future I'm like oh it's gonna be on social media forever like that lives for eternity but mm-hmm. at the same time It's also a bit of control as well like you said you can have that separation and so when I think when you do get those Mm -hmm. hate comments you can kind of distance yourself from it be like no but you don't really know who I am you don't Mm -hmm. know the entire me so you can't judge who I am
2: Mm -hmm. like I completely understand what you're saying with like posting things and like regretting it later because I've definitely been there for sure (laughs) Uh, just because I did start using social media quite young uh, because like I had to advertise of course like acting and stuff but yeah, I think uh, looking at past posts or like you know past projects or past music, looking at it as kind of growth rather than mm. you know where I started and how I wasn't perfect when I tried something for the first time. Right.
1: Ah, mm. uh, the growth yeah. mindset. Your parents must be outstanding humans. Yes. <laughs> uh, they
2: really are. Love them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and in terms of you know looking back on the previous posts, I think that that. Perspective is crucial to mm. give yourself permission to be where you are in the moment and know that in the future you're going to have a different perspective and you're going to grow and you're going to look back and appreciate or scrutinize and that's all part of the journey. Um, and, and on that note, this may seem a bit strange, but for me... Uh, in my teen years, I struggled a lot with mental health. So I was anorexic and a and an obsessive exerciser. And so much of my teen years, I was not healthy mentally or physically. And when I had an experience where the older me kind of dropped in <laughs> and encouraged me to keep going, and it was a really it was a pivotal moment for me on my path and i'm just so um interested if the older simone could drop in in this moment you know the older wiser simone let's say she's she's my age and uh what would she say to you as encouragement on the path
2: that's a really good question (laughs) i think that older me would essentially say something along the lines of just try not to look at the full picture, rather the stepping stones that it takes to get to the bigger picture, not be in such a hurry to kind of get to my final goal rather than enjoy uh, each moment that it takes to get there.
0: Yeah, that's really important. So good. Yeah, definitely. I'm wondering... For the young listeners that are listening to this, what would be your like two or three tips on how to get into the industry? Cause I know it's really difficult.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely uh, difficult starting out. I would say in terms of music, just allowing yourself to like find out your writing style and learn the ropes before you necessarily put anything out. And as for acting, I would say, because personally, I was very shy when I started out, allow yourself to make choices. Acting Mm -hmm. is essentially just making a bunch of choices while interacting with somebody else. Uh, And I find in auditions, when you make brave choices, that's what makes you stand out to a casting director. I was actually talking, I was having a conversation with one of the writers of Detention Adventure, uh, Carmen Albano, and he was saying that while casting for Detention Adventure, he was asking for advice from other casting directors that he was friends with. And the most important thing that they always said was choose the kid who can just continue to talk and doesn't stop. The chatty Mm. ones, the chatterboxes. They're the good ones because they're the ones that aren't going to be afraid to make bold choices. And they're the ones that aren't going to you know, think twice when you say, hey, go throw up something for a scene. I had to do that. And it was fun. Wouldn't do it again, but... (laughs) 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 All (laughs) Just allowing yourself to not be afraid of what other people think. So that's why I'm very grateful for acting, because it kind of taught me that at an early age. So,
0: mm, yeah.
1: <laughs> gosh, how do you do that in a culture that is, is so riddled with mockery, like teens right. today?
2: Um, well, I definitely think it's very unfortunate, because uh, this is definitely something that happens a lot nowadays, especially yeah. within my age range. I just believe that a lot of people, you know, they're going to say what they want to say and they have, but I don't let it bring me down just because everyone's entitled to their own opinion and people can say anything online. It's a lot easier for me to kind of just let the punches roll off just because, you know, they're not necessarily taking a dig at me. It's just you know, this person that I've put online or like this character that I've been in for so long, maybe they don't like the character, they don't like, you know, certain things about it. But just because like, I make the conscious effort to separate that those two worlds, it's just been a lot easier for me to allow myself to create uh, and not let it kind of stop me, but rather fuel me.
1: Amazing. Yeah. You've got a really strong inner sense of who you are. And it's uh, so inspiring.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> um, and this is totally not on the script, but I'm curious, are you a family of faith?
2: Uh, yes. Actually, like my godparents are pastors of a church, Destiny and Dominion. But yeah, uh, we do attend a Christian church.
1: Mm. I was wondering. Yeah, you just seem strong on so many important levels that Mm. uh, you're just an inspiration. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think we mentioned that the two of you made the top 100 in the CBC Searchlight competition this year.
2: Yes, congratulations, by the way.
1: (laughs) thank you that's really how we discovered you and yeah. uh i just want to say congratulations to both of you you're both 15 and are such bright stars if you're ever
0: on the east coast oh like yes saw, for sure we'd love to meet you in person
2: for sure 100 percent. we should definitely uh arrange something
0: <laughs> yes and i
1: would love to meet your parents
2: yeah like we would love to meet you in person as well for
1: sure awesome thank you simone